Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast, episode six sixty nine. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Very high pitch this morning. Uh, <laughs> to make up for your uh, absence yesterday and our uh, frankly slightly hindered prose, uh, thing on the other the day before. Listen, yeah. we've got a few things that are hindering us while we go here. One of which is that I've got a uh, dishwasher. I said to you before, washing machine. I mean dishwasher. Uh, going in the background here. So people can just, if there is some weird, like, dulcet tones in the background, that's what that is. And you've apparently got someone jackhammering out your window. Is this true? You might get a bit of jackhammering uh, in the background. So uh, just just bear that in mind and we'll just take it as it comes because this is the summer series. We're back for 2018. I can barely remember episode one of 2018. So let's call this the, the real start. The neither real can start. anybody else. <laughs> Well, I did get some interested, uh, interesting text messages from people. So. Yeah, I think there were some people concerned for your welfare, but you, uh, you seem rather well today, Stu. This is good. This is oh, good news. Fresh as a button. And look, and, and I'm not even sure how, if the, the subject was broached, but I was out with a group of people. Uh, we knew that that we knew going in that it may have, have gone one of two ways, uh, <laughs> and then. Uh, it went one of those two ways, and it, it is what it is. It's, it's uh, being a podcast, it's there forever, and you know what? Uh, nobody was harmed in the making of that podcast. Yeah. Okay? So leave That's it at that. That's true. That's true. Nobody was harmed in the making. Uh, but look, you have been doing holidays yet right, haven't you? Mm. Yes. I mean, I have too, but in my own way. Yours haven't stopped. I'm, I'm back working now. Yeah, mine I suppose you've been working. Yeah. I have been working. I've been working like a dog. But I've been working not like a dog in the sense that when I usually work during yeah. the year, yeah. I'm doing every like I'm doing a lot of domestic stuff by myself. And this time it's like free the like it really does make when you go on holiday, I'm sw- I swear we've talked about this before when we did used to do the uh this whole summer podcast. Mm-hmm. But every time I go on holiday, I do sort of like about, I don't know, a third of the way through, I'm like, why do we live the way we live? Why are we? Why is capitalism a thing? Why don't we live in communes <laughs> on oh the God. beach where we – like I really do become like a total hippie because – well, not a total hippie, but, but I but – I, there are – it, it unpeels stuff for me. Like why, hmm. why do we think – Why do we get unpacks. caught in the oh, – um, I don't know. It unpeel. I just mean it unpeels that like top layer of this is how things should be done, and, and it mm. really makes you think. Could you live in a different way? But you, you know, you ha- you can't unless you want to buy out of society completely. Mm. Um, you kind of can't do that. But I don't know that. Like there, there are some people I know. Somebody who yeah. has uh, she goes and stays in uh, a beach house, right? Mm-hmm. That's sort of technically co-owned by grandparents, but it's co-owned by them because they were in the seventies and they were like, "Let's all get a beach house together." So they yeah. got this communal beach house, mm-hmm. and they all bought in, and now all of their grandchildren go up and like timeshare this. Love it. How good is that? Well, I've, I wish I was able to do that. Um, as, unfortunately, my nearest family, it hasn't panned out that way as far as buying uh, a group home together. Mm. Uh, but I've been on that wanting to buy a beach house for a long time. Oh, and I you... think uh, if you get the right people. I mean, I was even speaking to someone just recently about yeah. even just a, you know, a beach bush block or yeah. something like that. Yeah. 
and you just have it all marked out so you know the rules, you know the buy-ins and buy-outs and all the carry-on. And I think it's yeah. a really sustainable way and affordable way, more yeah. likely, yeah. of owning a little piece of our fair brown land. Yeah. There yeah. were some the, some people who actually are mutual friends of ours, uh, mm-hmm. yours and mine, who used to have a place, their family used to have a place near uh, our family's place. And it was near the, on the beach, you know, and there yep. were 27,000 of them because they all like had a little share. Like, the, you know, there was how many siblings in the older generation, like mm. four or something, five, mm-hmm. but they each had kids and then they had kids. And so this, this like you would, <laughs> it was hilarious because at Christmas time, the house would be just like bursting Heaving. at the seams, yeah. right? And they yeah. had, they had, I used to think it was the you know, when you're a kid from, you're a kid from a three kid family. I was from a two kid family. I mm. used to go to houses like these guys, the Bushes and the Bitters. They had a, they had a, um, like you go in there, it was always noisy. It was always somebody doing, like there was, there was a table, no, no, yeah, a table tennis table in the middle. So not TV noise, not the. There was TV, there was a whole oh, a okay. different area for TV. So there'd be yeah. people yelling at the t- cricket mostly, cricket, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and then there'd be people in the kitchen, but always somebody making food. Like and it was just, they would, I can't tell you how many there were, but the, just imagine billions, right? Mm. <laughs> it billions. was just heaps and heaps of people. And mm. you go into the kids' bedrooms and they'd all be cousins. Uh-oh. And they'd have like, you know, we had one set of bunk. We had two beds in a bunk, you know, at our place. Okay. They yeah. had like bunk, 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 <laughs> kids hanging mm. off them. There were people sharing a mattress on the floor. Just so many. And it was, you know, when the, 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 the grass is always a little bit greener or mm. there's always an element of appeal to something that you don't, when you're a kid, when and I just looked at that and I just thought that is just so fun. I used to read books when I was a kid like, Really? You know, like, uh, <laughs> really? Um, like Seven Little Australians and like, right. uh, what are the other ones that I'm thinking of? Anne of Green Gables. And they, like in the later Anne of, in the later Alan Montgomery books there, mm. Anne has like 400 children and stuff. And these big is groups. It, is that like Jump the Shark type Anne books? Are they, uh, do no, they turn into garbage? Well, they're not probably as good. Right. But you're into the world. So it's about, I mean, a lot of books that are aimed at that age are about the world where you create this this thing in your head and it, it just builds on that and builds on that. And there mm. are, uh, it not, wasn't terrible. I really loved those books. And I've still got my original copies very carefully looked after in my bookshelf back at home. But are they worth cash? No, nah, no. Nah. Okay. You know what's worth cash? Only things that are worth cash are things that are out of print, right? Yeah. And I recently found out that there are these books – I may have even talked about them on the podcast before because they were so formative for me. I just thought they were so brilliant. And they were picture books and they were called the Water Mess books. And they're about okay. this like Afghan hound who came from like um, – uh, he, he came from beautiful Afghan hound stock and his mother was this elegant, amazing queen, you know. Mm. And, and he was like a total shambles and everywhere he went, everyone said, ugh, what a mess. And he was – so he thought his name was Water Mess. Right. And he has like dudes living in his fur and stuff who go who hitch a ride from place to place, and it's yeah. it's a, they're just the most brilliantly illustrated, brilliantly written books. And because of that, I looked up, I looked them up to see if I could order them from somewhere because I couldn't find them in any bookshops here, mm. and they're out of print. And I went, oh, are they? How much could I buy one for? And I've got them. 
okay. and I looked at them and I went, oh, do I want to make some money or do I want to keep my so books? So what, you, what can you get for a Rodimus book? Over a thousand, like thousands of dollars. For one book? Yeah, like a thousand, <sighs> one thousand something or other for one book. Are they Australian? English? No, they're English. Right. By somebody Muir, whose name I can't remember the first name. But like they're worth that. Uh, some of them, if you believe what you find on the internet, they're mm. just, there are some that are just like made uh, for like, it's, sorry, some that are sold for like like well above $1,000. And there well, are some. This could be our first Monday Madness, Music Monday, uh, Money Madness. Oh, uh, no, no, not the segment I thought you'd forgotten about. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, well, actually, in in defence of my segment, there was I was actually going to recommend something last year, right? And I was just reading about it yesterday, and do you know how much it's gone up, Lauren Clark? Oh no, three Why and a half thousand percent. You dimwit. Um, well, is it if you if you're talking about cryptocurrency, I'm going to slap you in the face. It's cryptocurrency. Ah, oh, um, you're such a dad. And I'm getting into it. Ah, oh, you're so and cute. You're getting s- into cryptocurrency about ten years after it's a good no, idea to get into no, cryptocurrency. No, it's not a good idea because this one is it's still fairly cheap, and it's looking like and there, there are predictions for it to go oh, sky high. What one is it? I'm not going there oh, anymore now that. Uh, hey, listen. While we're talking about that, yeah. Um, what a mess, by the way. Uh, Lauren says, "Buy what a mess." No, sell I don't say buy. And Green sell. Gables, buy no. what a green ma- mess. No, 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 it's not what I say. I was going to tell you though that you know how I yeah. used to recommend uh, things on this show in the "What's in Your Phone" segment. This yeah. is one that I've thought of recommending uh, this week, but it's <laughs> linked so directly to what you're just talking about that right. I thought I'd mention it to you. Good. We talked before on this podcast about the uh, Planet Money podcast. It's an NPR podcast by some of the crew, I think from like um, This American Life, but they were, right. they were they're financial journalists. And when the uh, world exploded in the stock exchange, you know, in 2000 and what was it, eight or nine, mm, when uh, Wall Street fell to pieces. And of course, to this day, there has not been a single Wall Street executive uh, jailed for what happened in that. Um, anyway, they, uh, in that, um, that, that podcast started because they thought, you know, people aren't, don't understand what any of these things are. This, you know, uh, what's it called? Annie May, what were they called? Remember the, the, the mortgage stuff, nobody understood how it worked. And so they said, okay, we're going to explain it to like people who don't understand these things. And I went, ha, ha, ha. Every time somebody says that to me about financial stuff, I either go to sleep after the first sentence or I completely don't understand what they're talking about. But Planet Money nailed it. Totally understood what they were talking about. They nailed cryptocurrency. No, they nailed Ah, the 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 crash, crash, right? Right. And subsequently, I have had that as one of the podcasts that just downloads automatically. You know how you can Mm -hmm. subscribe and not download? Well, I have that one download all the time. And I listen to it. Sometimes it sends me to sleep because it's nighttime. But the latest one or one of the latest ones Mm -hmm. explains not cryptocurrency, which is explained several years ago because that's how far behind you are, but um, <laughs> but <laughs> this one, now, babe. this one up. explains. <laughs> this one explains. Now this is devastating. This is this. I list, I thought of you the whole way through this. Oh, Imagine being one of these people, right? In two thousand or like whatever, mm. you're a nerd, right? Picture this: you're a nerd, and you go, "Oh, cryptocurrency." Oh, it's very hard for me to do that, but yes, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine it's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah. You think, okay, cryptocurrency, this is going to be a, a potentially going to be a good thing, like a big thing. It could explode. Yeah. 
So yeah. I'm going to buy some, uh, what are they called? You know, the big Bitcoin. one. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I'm going to buy some Bitcoins, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm just going to invest in them and I'm going to sit on them and see what happens because, like, what's the worst that can happen? I lose a couple of bucks, right? Yeah, exactly. Or whatever. A couple of hundred, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then in recent times they've gone, well, this is becoming a bubble. Didn't I have some Bitcoin? I'm sure I bought some Bitcoin. Now, mm-hmm. what this podcast explains is that unless you can find – so it's not like – no, you There's need a key. Code. You need your wallet key. You need key a key. And you need yeah, a wallet key. Right. And, you come up. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. there are horrifying stories. Like there's this one person who's, oh, yeah. lost, who's lost, like, and then they estimate how much just uh, Bitcoin is just sitting there. And it's oh. a, there's a finite amount of Bitcoin. So it's that's not right. like. So anyway, it's a fascinating and devastating podcast. <laughs> and that's on the Planet Money podcast. Planet Money podcast. NPR. I recommend people listen. Anyway. Well, well if you're recommending one, and, and since it's it's been our show of recommendations, it's our first proper sane show for 2018, uh, as <laughs> we, we write off six, six, episode 668 into the ages. Is, or 667 uh, and a half, as somebody six, quite and a half, politely yes. pointed out it should be called. Yeah. Very much so. Well, I, I'd just like to recommend a podcast, an Australian podcast. One That's something you don't like to do is, is try and uh, recommend Australian podcasts. I don't so like I try to. And, is that what? Oh, yeah. Well, you don't find value with them. But in this oh, one. Oh, you're such a jerk. Much like yeah. the early Bitcoin investors. Let's yeah. get in on the ground floor. Episode one of this podcast was just released over the last fortnight or so. It's called Plato's Couch. It's yes, I was hoping you were going to say uh, podcast. You jerk. I was so going to do this. You've out. You've outgooded me. Well, I can outgood you, you any time. Outgood. Uh, it's done by Josh <laughs> Nelson, who uh, is a long-term uh, writer and talker about film in this country, and a very eloquent one at that. And sure uh, through his work on various radio shows and stuff, I can guarantee you, I can vouch one hundred percent that it is a quality podcast. Well worth checking out. It's called Plato's Couch, and uh, get in. On the ground floor, episode one, when we told you and buy cheap because it's totally going to man. go sky high, much it's like a, the aforementioned Bitcoin. It is a perfect example, although unlike Bitcoin, it's a, it's a done deal. It's for sure. It's certain. <laughs> it's not going to completely disappear. And That is the truth, Ruth. Now, uh, Ruthie, how do yes. uh, various crypto maniacs get in contact with us? <laughs> the crypto maniacs can find us too. We're at stupidlybig.com, stupidlybig on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I know I haven't put up the Christmas tree photos yet of all the dead Christmas and trees you've been, been sending me. So many, so goddamn many. I'll do it uh, do hopefully it. today. Uh, you can find us, you can give us a rating and a review of five stars or more on uh, the iTunes uh, page. <laughs> Good on me. And uh, remember, if you if you use Overcast as your um, podcasting method of distribution, you can actually see some cheeky photos that Stu, uh, that Jackpot, sorry, has put in, including uh, in a podcast six, six, seven and a half or whatever it was called. There was a rather cheeky uh, insertion of a photograph there. Is and that right? <laughs> not for it's a photograph, but an image. And uh, yeah, it's a good way to read your po- uh, listen to your podcast. I've been doing it more because you can actually skip to chapters and stuff. And like, we don't have chapters. Of, no, but you can. Anyway, it's yeah, we do. You just don't know about it. Do we? Yep. There's like introduction, middle bit, end bit. That's cool. I know. See, Overcast. That's the way to do it. So Stu Farrell. Yes. Uh, oh gee, I hope it's called Overcast. I'm going from memory. Stu Farrell, I will hopefully see you tomorrow. We'll be back. Um, We're going to get try and get I? a bit more regular now. Let's uh, up the fibre and uh, increase the output. Oh my god. Go 
going out on a poop reference, everybody. All right. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.